is going on, you guys? What's up, sis? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey, how are you, soul sisters? What soul sisters say? Welcome, welcome. So we are talking about, tonight, we're, it's religion versus spirituality. Yep, religion versus relationships, spirituality, same thing. Okay. So <laughs> let me just say, I, I want to just kick it off with a little testimony. Okay. So y'all know my ex-husband, his family members were really, really religious. And that is, that was my kind of like segue into finding Christ, giving my life to Christ. I was like 26 years old, right? So um, when I when I did that, um, it caused me to get become very curious about my journey. And I began to ask questions. And long story short, um, his father was not very, um, he didn't like the fact that I, I asked a lot of questions. And it was Church of God in Christ, very religious. And um, I ended up going deeper and searching for myself and then asking his sisters who were a little bit more open and then spirit began to speak to me because we all know that when you ask if you really want to know something spirit definitely answers right so mm -hmm. um i was in his church one day my ex-husband's dad and um the spirit spoke so strong to me when i got home that day and spirit said this was not how I intended for you to serve me. Clear as day, right? Because when you have a pure heart for God, he's like, especially when you first give your life to God and you acknowledge the presence in your life, he is like really, really on you, really close, like a mom with a new baby, right? And, and as you grow in him, he kind of like a little bit more room. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. That was for me. But anyway, long story short, as I began to, um, as that's how, that's what he spoke to me. Um, this, is, this is not how I intended for you to serve me. And then I began to go on my own little journey. And so I kind of like moved away from religion and not just from that, but from a lot of other experiences that religion taught me that um, led me to believe and also experience firsthand that re religion was a little bit more bondage than what God intended and uh, way too strict and there's no freedom in that. And not only that, I don't know if y'all agree with me, but every time I said under the word, there was a lot of contradictory in the Bible and what the preachers were teaching. And I'm not knocking religion because I think it's an awesome for it's so it's a nice foundation to start at, at some point i tell everybody it's like school you gotta graduate to different levels so that's my take on it i mean y'all can give me some feedback <laughs> yeah religion is definitely like baby food you're right it's the, it's the doorway most of us take on our journey to spirituality. And then I think most people learn as they elevate that it's not about the religion, it's more about your relationship with spirituality and your relationship with yourself. So 
So I get that because a lot of those man-made rules you can get caught up in, you can get lost, you can be misdirected inappropriately, and it can damage your relationship with the spirit realm. Um, it's just unfortunate that that's the way the system has been set up, but the good thing about that is uh, it seems like people are breaking away from that, especially millennials, because they're not really into um, religion. They're, they just were born in a whole new energy on a whole new plane. And then those of us that were on the cusp of the millennials, then we found our way to break away from religions and um, tap more into our relationship and our spirituality, which is a lot of freedom in that. And, and it feels much better because I remember when I followed religion, I I still felt very oppressed and I don't know, it's just a very heavy, restrictive, oppressive type energy that, that, you know, was just birthed under the wrong conditions, just like a lot of the systems that's in the world today. So the, just a good thing about, you know, 2020 and moving on and being awakened and enlightened is you can still have your relationship in, with your spirituality and then there's just freedom. And then you know that everyone has a different walk with their spirituality and everyone, you know, because in religion, it's like everybody has to wear the same outfit or the same shoes or, you know, do the same thing. And, and, and people are crying in church. And I call, it the, I call it the emergency room for the emotionally ill, because that's where most of us go in the beginning when we're trying to find this self thing outside of ourselves, we'll go to church just out of mere habit. And then when you heal, you look around and you know, there's nothing else to cry about. You know, once you're really healed, there's really nothing else to cry about other than happiness or to be sad. So once you get to that point, you go to church on Sunday, Wednesdays, and we were going to church, what, three to five days a week. Like we just grew up in a religious environment. And, and you look and you're like, well, it has to be more than this. Because you hear the same sermons over again, and you know you learn the Bible inside and out. And just like we said in our previous video, it's a good metaphor, but it's it's bigger than that. It's just so much more than that. So I'm grateful that I was able to break out of the out of that bondage and, and that misconception of religion versus spirituality and the world teaching you that the re religion is the way to go and your spirituality is a taboo and it's just it's something dark or you know I don't know it's just a lot of mixed signals where that's concerned but the more you line up with what you feel and you fight through for your own self and what you're connected to then you can reach that light of where you're really supposed to be and that's just with your relationship and your with your own spirituality whatever your practices are there's no wrong way. There's just different ways, and it's whatever works for you. Exactly. What about you, Nilo? <laughs> we know about that church. <laughs> well, with religion being married to a minister at one time. Y'all know. Y'all know my story, okay? <laughs> um, and I it's it's gonna be me that's gonna take us back to we um we went to the church because that's what we were given so that's that that side of it that's what we were given from um 
our ancestors from our past. So that was given to us. So of course that's what was inbred in us. And so we just followed the path that everybody else followed. We just it was actually it was actually forced on us, actually. Now, not given, it was forced on us. Because that was the well, only Well, I'm saying it was given to us by like our parents and our grandparents it was forced on them. And it was just kind of a way of life for us. We were born into it. It's not, it, it didn't come to us the same way it came to them. Right. However, the same teachings came to us. Um, is that you have to go to church, you have to pray, you have to pay your tithes, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. And um, it was, it's a lot that goes with that. <laughs> and so I ended up being the one to marry a minister. <laughs> and um, it didn't really go well for me. <laughs> um, Remember when she had up to toting that Bible with them black shirts with the collar? <laughs> okay, I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> so anyway, um, I was in church. We were all in church heavily multiple times a week and doing the things that we were told that we had to do, going to Bible study, paying tithes, giving love offerings, all kinds of things. And then this is where I met my first husband. And we dated, and it was really quick, and we got married. And then something happened to me um, where I just, something in me just kind of started. I don't really know how to explain it, but it was, I felt like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I'm not going today. And then it just trickled down to, okay, I'm not going this week. And I'm not, and then. I just started hearing some things that I didn't agree with. I started seeing some things that I was questioning. And of course, being married to a minister, you don't question the pastor. You don't question God and all that kind of stuff. And I'm being me. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> like, but that's not going to work for me. I'm not going to apologize for doing certain things. And I mean, I could talk about that in a whole nother video. But the point is, I had to make a choice. And I had to decide what I was going to do for myself. So I could have easily stayed in the marriage and just kind of did the same thing. And I would have been a very miserable person mm -hmm. because there's, there wasn't a lot of freedom and there wasn't a lot to do a lot of the things that innately came, drawed my interest. Okay. Like the locks and the tattoos and all this kind of stuff just was really like talked down to me and I felt it on the inside so I had to explore that and eventually that led down the road to divorce and to my freedom and to my uh me learning who I was and trusting myself and ultimately uh finding my amazing husband that I have now who is um supportive i would just say supportive in all the the things he's he we're like y'all were saying you have everybody has different walks so no ours is not the same but i'm not i'm gonna let you do you you know we're gonna do us a little bit together and that whole type of thing the freedom the respect that level of i'm gonna let you grow in the way that you want to grow that i didn't i didn't get that from that's the religion side of it so we probably should we probably should have named this from religion to spirituality, that road, you know, the journey 
to where you have to really find your own way because we are all individuals. So we are not all going to agree with every single thing that someone says all the time, but you have to be okay with that. There are a lot of things that we still agree with from the church, but there are a lot of things that we don't, but we have to be okay with that. We can't um, say, oh my goodness, you know, it's something wrong with me. You have to really trust yourself. And that's where the relationship and the spirituality comes in because you start to learn yourself. You start to learn the universe. You start to trust yourself even more. And as you go along and you see that you're experiencing life, you're having a journey and you're not just doing the things that you're told, everything starts to open up in a, in a new way. Exactly. And you see things completely different. Completely. I feel like this is a perfect time right now for people that don't have um, a relationship and they're more religious um, to develop a relationship versus um, just going to church and having a religious setting or either staying at home and having Bible study in your house because it's, right now it's just like that's probably what people are doing because we have to practice this social distancing but instead of having Bible study at the house and I think this is a perfect time right now for you to go within go with inside of yourself and develop that relationship because the more you develop that relationship in my opinion the more that you will see there is no need for the middleman you know gone are the days for the middleman the veil has been lifted and it's now about relationship that one-on-one -on -one time with you and your divine your creator you know people have that kind of like moved me from that one track thinking was the four agreements that was an amazing book for me that just kind of like shifted my whole perception Mm -hmm. that was a good book too and you know what i think about religions as well as religions are just man-made rules because if you look at each religion all the rules are different depending on whether you're going to be pentecostal baptist catholic or jehovah witness all the rules are different but the end game is the same the end everyone wants prosperity peace love you know do as your neighbor as you want to be treated, just all the positive things. You want the positive end results from your, your spiritual experience. So just the religion part of it is just a whole bunch of rules. And this is the way we do this in, you know, our group or our, our religious setting. And it, it kind of blocks and blinds you from your relationship with the, with the spirit realm. Like you said, just cutting out the middleman, you know, just, just get rid of the middle man, but all the end results are the same. Everybody wants peace, love, and harmony, prosperity, and they're fighting and killing each other and arguing and having discord over the end goal and end results. Because when, when I mean, I believe in God, and, and, and I believe God is the universe and God is within us and we're all connected, but the, I had a problem with the Jesus part because I just don't believe a man is capable. I mean, I believe a man is capable, but not capable of creating a whole galaxy because it's more than just the earth and the trees and the apples and all of that, you know, elementary type stuff. 
you would have to explain how all of the our sun, the stars, the moon, all the other planets and galaxies upon galaxies and all the other life is is explained. You cannot explain that by a man. And then I was curious, well, okay, so why does a man have to be white? How come it can't be a woman? How come the man can't be black? And then the the birthdays in the Bible and the descriptions aren't consistent with the story that's given. So it was a lot of discrepancies in the Bible that, you know, just what it just wasn't adding up. And then the fact that you can find dinosaur bones, Egyptian mummy bodies and things, but you can't, there's no proof of any or any history of anything in the Bible being found as real. I don't know. It's just one day I was going to Bible study and I was just sitting and I was having an outer body experience. The same outer body experience I had when I got saved that rushed me to get saved rushed me to leave the church. So it was just a good, it was like a doorway, like a portal. And you have to go through each step to get to where you go eventually. And then I think when you get to that ultimate place where you belong, there's no religions and there's no, you know, there's no separation. It's just your connection with spirit. Just like when you get to a point where you don't see color, and all of us open and everything is the same on the inside. That's when you reach that ultimate peak of where you belong. And then the, and then you get what you're supposed to get, which is peace and prosperity and harmony and, you know, just being content, period, is really the inheritances of the kingdom, you know, like they say in the Bible. Those, to me, are what you truly inherit when you reach what you're supposed to reach is your content and your peace and your harmony, your happiness and your satisfaction with who you are and where you're going and what's going on around here. I think that it all boils, boils down to individualism, which is not something that is taught. We are all taught to um, be a certain way and be like someone else. And if you're not doing what we're doing, you're doing it wrong. If you're not going this way, you're going the wrong way. If you don't believe this, but you're but you you're not believing the right thing, exactly. and I think that is um, that's unfortunate. We know that religion is like mind control, and you control the mind, you control the masses, and we're not taught in in um, our institutions about free thinking, thinking for yourself. Um, trusting yourself we're not really taught these types of things um you have to go through the school of life to un uh, understand that your voice is the only voice that matters you are the one that have to deal with yourself at the end of the day these right. people are not i mean they you have to be responsible for yourself which is your own little world your own little universe your own decisions your own like you are in yourself you are your own universe and you have to govern that you have to master that you have to analyze that you have to unpack all of the ugly and get rid of all that on your own you can't sit around and expect that to, to come because all they're doing or most people in religion they're doing this prosperity preaching and have you focusing on the tangible things 
that you need that's going to show that you've been blessed and that God is shining on you when, um, and I think I posted something like this the other day, like being spiritually connected is the move. Like the rest of this stuff is at the end of the day, it's not that important. If you don't have self-love and you don't have respect for some, for the, the next person next to you, like what does it matter to me if this person kneels five times a day to pray and I just meditate in the morning? What difference does it make if that's their journey and their connection to their peace and that's my journey and connection to my peace? Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm just this saying, what biggest... difference does it make exactly. to me? That was my biggest issue with the church, the, the judgment. That was my biggest issue. The judgment thing, I can't do the judgment. When, when my spirit feels less than when I walk into a space and I can't feel authentic, and I feel like I'm being judged because I don't, like you said, I don't view it the way you view it. But then again, your word says, do not judge. But at the same time, that's all you do. So it that was an extreme. I, I'm very, so this could be a part two and three for me. I can go on and on. You know why? Because this is very passionate. This is a passionate topic for me because I experienced so much what they call church hurt. And on top of that, my own family, uh, family members, where I was put down for not being married, having my last baby, you know, because of their religious mindset. Now, am I holding grudges? No, because I understand now that we all only think at the level of our own understanding, at the level of our own consciousness. So have I let that go and forgive? Yes. However, it saddens me, and in my own experience, too, how I literally put myself down because I was taught that I was unworthy if I, like you said, if I don't do it your way. I'm not worthy. But then again, your word says that he is perfect, and I am from him. So how am I not perfect like him? You see what I'm saying? I'm not set apart from him. I am him, and he is me. And that's what I... I that's why I have a problem with because it was too much contradictory in the, the, the same Bible. And so I would say that that comes from us just spewing out and repeating the things that we have heard in the pulpit or we have heard from our homes, from the people that just spewed out what they heard from the pulpit and not really going to really read yourself, try to dissect it yourself, take whatever the message is from it because it's all from, it's all messages. So you, um, you take what you need, you take what resonates with you and you leave the rest. You don't have to break it all apart and say, say, I don't agree with any of this. There are some things that you can agree with and that's okay. And there are some things that you don't have to agree with and that should be okay as well. Like but the problem with the individualism. And see, and I totally agree with you, but see, the problem with, with what I'm saying is some people cannot do what you're saying, suggesting and separate that and take bits and pieces that resonate and then leave the rest. And see, for, for me as a baby in Christ, all I wanted to do was please my creator. So by you, the church folk telling me 
you are a sinner, you're not worthy, all of that just kind of like, it trickled over into my everyday life to where I began to be stripped of my self-worth and value, period. Because I wanted to be who I was supposed to be for him. And I'm pointing because that's the religious, but I know now that it's not anything outside of me. It's one with me. So it's a false sense of like, this is where you have to go, right? And this place is perfection, which means you don't curse, you don't drink, you don't fornicate, you don't lie, you don't. And I mean, that's a falsehood. Nobody around here is walking around not doing every single thing. And if you are like, I would, I would like to meet that person. I mean, because there is no such person. <laughs> I mean, but my thing is that is what the the focus is that you have to be this certain type of way to receive any type of blessings, to receive any type of um, uh, to be looked on as somebody who is like you said value. And when you move over into spirituality, you understand that everybody holds value. Exactly. No matter what, no matter how big or how small, every human being, every person holds value. Everything go holds value. And say everything because animals, everything holds value, and you can get something from everything if you are open and if you are available. If you are closed off, then you're going to have a little trouble believing that a stranger could walk up and tell you something that could change your life. You're going to have trouble believing that an animal could look you in the eyes and open your heart. Like you will have trouble believing those types of experiences if you're close-minded and you're going to miss out on all the beauty and all of the freedom that this whole universe has to offer. Unfortunately, a lot of people will because that's just the way that way it is. Everybody's just not going to get it. Exactly. At least that's what I believe. I just don't think because it takes a it takes a lot of unpacking, and you have to be willing to unpack all of the hurt, all of the ugly, all of the. You have to learn to unlearn, and that Mm -hmm. takes work and commitment. And see, this is why I took my children out of the church because I didn't want someone to teach them that they were not worthy. You're gonna teach them they're not worthy, and then they're gonna that's they're gonna take that outside of the church into their relationships with all different types of people and have a level of uncertainty, of uh, uh, devaluing themselves all because of the what the church said. Exactly. So true. So true. So true. And I mean, there are some some good churches out there. I'm I'm positive of it. Like I, I personally don't choose to go to a building, but I'm almost positive that there are some churches out there that are doing the things that you would want to see a church do. That are going out and helping people and feeding the home and, and really doing the work of somebody who's expressing love. Versus saying, "Well, if you don't come to my church, I can't." So I'm, I'm, I'm positive there are churches out there doing that. But once you again, like what Keisha was saying, once you move into that spiritual, that spirituality, you find you find that communication everywhere. 
Yeah. That's true. That's true. The thing about what we need to get away from in a nutshell is not focusing on how to receive the universal force. It's just being. Uh, don't. There is no way to be other than to just be and experience it through simply love. Clean your heart, fix your heart, and then there's automatic love for any and all beings. So true. That is so true. Because Nella was saying something about, um, what were you saying when you were talking about um, um, the church teaches you, you know, um, they do do a lot of teaching on, oh, you got to get this money, you got to get this car, let's get this house, let's it's like the priority, priority, priority. exactly, but it can't explain on the other side when people have all of these things and they're still committing suicide, you know, still being depressed, you know, having fame and fortune, and it's still not the answer because that is not the answer. No, the answer no. is okay. your, your peacefulness, your happiness, being content, just like you said, just being. Just being and find the joy in everything. Because if you can just be and you're where you're supposed to be, it doesn't matter if you have or if you don't have because that's just perception. It's like um, with the homelessness issue. It's just perception. We lived on the earth, so you, you figure, oh, we're supposed to have these doors and walls and all of this stuff. And if you don't have a home, you're homeless. No, that is the original home. You are wherever you are. That is your home. Home is wherever you lay your head. You are your home. You can create a home, whether you create it in a high-rise building or on a street corner. It's still a home to you. Exactly. And so it's the same thing with your relationship with, spirit, with spirituality. Just like you said, get rid of the middleman. You don't have to go to church. You can commune with spirit every single solitary day, all day long. And um, even with people that pass away, you can still communicate with those people that pass in the next round by just reaching out to the universe. And I want to hear from my grandfather. I want to hear, show me, you know, show me a sign or show me this or show me that. And it comes from this void people try to feel that they're born with. And when you read, when you understand that, everything is in you and you're connected to everything outside and you find that peace and contentment with you know just admiring the color yellow or admiring a flower and butterflies and or, or or anything you do whether it's just listening to some music you can still be that same happy person you're either going to be happy with or without whether if when you look for things outside of yourself and i think what you can do there are some people, and I know personally, that really believe that you can't even go to the Father and pray unless you have a covering yeah. or some form. like some. Oh, yeah. And in some churches, the women, remember we went to church and the women couldn't even speak out and, and preach because we were taught that only the man, the head of the house had to be the one to hear from God and you hear from that man. So it's a lot of jim jones type stuff going on out there you just have to be discerning and when you think when you like nalo said when you feel like <laughs> when you really feel cannot like, ignore that that intuition that inner uneasiness or whatever you want to call it you can't ignore that that is god and that's the that's the thing we were taught that god is 
up in the heavens, pray up in the heavens. We know God resides within. Yes, he left the Holy Spirit within. That is God. God is everything, encompasses all, all beings, all that is. He just is. So he's not anything outside of you. He is you. You are the church. You are the book. Be the book. Be the Bible. You know? So uh, what would you guys say with our last few minutes? Like, what would be your um, definition of spirituality? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, that's a word that people are throwing around. And they're like, some people may watch this and be like, okay, what's the trying to figure out, okay, well, am I on my path to being more spiritual or how do I tap into that spirituality? So how would you like define that? Girl, how about, and I'm not just playing, before we hit the record button, this is the card that fell out, Empress. Empress. And the affirmation is, I create what I choose naturally with joy. We literally create our reality. And for me, that connection is done for your happiest um, lifetime. That connection with spirit, it has to be from a basis, a foundation of pure love. That's it. That's my religion. <laughs> love. Okay. Art. So since you brought, did you have something to say, Keisha, before I throw out my card? <laughs> You can do yours. I'll throw mine out last. Go ahead. So since she showed up the card, um, I had pulled a card too, like when we were talking earlier. Um, and mine is Magdalene, which is very interesting. I know y'all yeah. heard of Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. <laughs> um, so that's this card, which is 31. And the, the message in the card says, you are stronger than you think. Mm. So let me just let me just read it real quick where it says, you can experience a feeling of being completely reborn, like a mythical phoenix rising from the ashes of what once was. The past completely burned away. It is not about forgetting the past, but it is the reality that the past doesn't have any hold over you. Mm. You are being given a spiritual blessing from deep within your heart to cast off anything and everything without exception. From the past, that does not bring you peace. Mm -hmm. The universe wants to take it from you, so let it go. There is now a brand new you, clean, fresh, and ready to start again with the protective grace of the divine all around you and within you, shining bright and true. So that is a piece of alignment because I didn't know I was going to ask y'all that question, and so that's my answer, period. That's your answer. And that is so on point. So like, on point. <laughs> and mine, I got my my thing is universe. I still love the term God. Um, and, and it's and my everything, Elohim. But I don't re, I don't use he and she anymore, because using he to me would put value more value over she. And it is, and we both have feminine, feminine and masculine energy. So I just have this, I just call it my universe, my guys, you know, you know, my, my everything, my, my spirit guys, my spirit realm. I try to just include and composite as much as possible, just not to leave anybody or anything out because I had to get to the point where, okay, why does it, it, it shouldn't have to be a 
have to be a she. It shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to be fit in what makes us feel better, so we can understand and rationalize the spirit realm because it just is. Exactly. So I got is acknowledgement. Oh, I like acknowledgement. You huh? break it back up. Okay, I got acknowledgement, and it says, "Look after yourself." By acknowledging your desires and needs and taking steps to meet them. Examine and note your gifts, talents, and achievements. When you accept all aspects of yourself, you feel centered and confident. Then you can genuinely acknowledge others. Become aware of and nurture the good qualities of the people in your life so they feel relaxed and happy in your presence. Angel wisdom reminds you to recognize who you truly are, an evolved spirit in a human body. When you acknowledge your spirit dimensions, you will align with your true self and your spirit will soar. And the affirmation is, I acknowledge who I truly am. That is so powerful. Drop the mic, okay? <laughs> because you know what? That is saying it. In a nutshell, when you nurture you, and like uh, Nyla was saying earlier, it's you, master you. That's yeah. saying the same thing in a nutshell, because you are, like I said, you're one with him. So when you acknowledge and master you, you are acknowledging and mastering the I am, the divine. The I am, and it just is. And it is. And it and that's and that's what soul sister say. Because <laughs> no. uh, I see the time running out, so I wanted to put the little tag on there. Uh, but what y'all say about a part two? We, before we do part two, make sure you like, share, and subscribe if you vibe our content. And I think there could be a part two and a, a part three to this. I mean, you could go on and on about spirituality versus relationship or religion all day long. I think we should. I think we need to free people. <laughs> it feels so much better being free, doesn't it? Because I didn't feel free wrapped up in my in my religious my religious family. I didn't feel free at church, you know, having oh to wear certain clothes. And I used to like, well, why we can't come as we are? And then remember, we started being able to come as we are. And it's just like, so I think everybody is kind of awakening together. And I think the church is having a huge wake-up call too an unveiling and a wake-up call just like the government everything is being revealed at this time yes so we'll cover that in part two we'll cover that in part two okay this all right sisters peace sis all right bye-bye